Yeah, I'm back, family. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. As always, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your personal host, or your humble host, I should say, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to, to, uh, to tell. You know Mr. Fisk's slogan, we don't rest in the middle, we rest at the end. Today's episode is entitled 11 Tips to Change Your Life. You must start now. Again, 11 tips to change your life. You must start now. Hey, family, I'm excited about this, so let's get right into it. This will be a not as long show as we normally do, but it's going to be a strong and effective show because today I really want to be concerned. I'm really concerned about how we create these new year's resolutions and about a week or two that we're in, sometimes we will lose momentum and we are in the, you know, we're almost in the third week of the, the month. So I want to make sure I'm keeping you guys aligned and keeping myself aligned. So this doesn't only just apply to you. This applies to me. As I told you guys, I don't want to be like everyone else because I was I I am unique. Everyone is unique. You're unique. And because of that, we're all on this journey together. So I never want to look down. I want to look up to you guys. So let's get into these 11 tips and make sure that we all learn something today. Tip number one, reframing events of life, reframing events of life. See, family, that is something I I started doing. uh, I don't even know when did I start this uh, it's probably a couple years ago or even further. Yeah, it's further than that. But reason why I chose uh, reframing your, your, the events of life is because a lot of times things happen to us. And when things happen to us, we never look at, we never look at them as incidents instead of accidents. Yes. I know there's things that are going to happen, you know, that is, uncontrollable in a sense, you know, losing, you know, a loved one or, you know, just events. I mean, the pandemic at, at, you know, the pandemic that is going on, that is, that is something that is, is scary. I mean, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking because you can't really do what you used to do. Everything has changed and I really don't think it'll go back the same. So reframing the events of life. Maybe if you look at that situation of the pandemic, maybe you were somebody that was tired of commuting back and forth to work. And now you have an opportunity to actually work from home and it'll give you time to, you know, spend time with your family that normally by the time you got home, you were so exhausted. You had a little time to eat and a little time to watch TV. But I know here on a per- on, on this show, we're not really committed to watching TV. We're committed to working on ourselves. but I'm just saying, uh, learn how to reframe events of life. I mean, again, it it will be a powerful tool for you to leverage. Trust me on that one. It's helped me through a lot of things in life. You know, again, like I said, things happen to us and, but they can also happen for us. Okay. Family tip number two, understanding excuses versus reality. Okay, listen, I'm going to testify here. This is something that we have to really 
I mean, you have to work on this. This is a daily thing you have to work on because we will find a way to talk ourselves out of something so fast. You know, we will use excuses. Well, I don't have the time. And then you'll look up and you can sit there and watch a YouTube video for an hour, two hours, three hours and get and obtain no value. You know, I'm all I'm big on education as well as entertainment and leveraging those both together. However, if you get so stuck up in the entertainment, you lose the the opportunity to get educated, which being educated. And I'm not talking from going to college. I am talking about daily life things, finding productivity uh, tricks or finding things that will help improve you as a person. It doesn't matter what that is as long as it's improving you as a person. So we need to learn to stop making excuses. You know, when you you stop making excuses for the things that you really want, if you're saying that you really want to create a business, but you're saying, well, I don't have the time, then you need to figure out what are you doing you know, when you have those pockets, uh, I call them, you know, window pockets of, you know, downtime, maybe when you're at lunch, if you have a hour lunch break or a 30 minute lunch break, what are you doing during that time? Are you really taking the time to say, hey, well, let me read this book or let me watch this video or, or hey, let me listen to the Impact Secret podcast show. I know shameless plug, but hey, you know, you get good value here and I'm bringing you that work every day. So, all I'm saying is, family, we need to understand that we need to stop making excuses for the things that we want. If you really if you need it and you want it really bad, then you'll figure out a way to get it. Trust me, it's it's it's, it's not that hard. I mean, and it's not that easy either. But, hey, you'll figure it out. Trust me on that one. The two minute rule. OK, now, again, this two minute rule really helps with procrastination. We all procrastinate. You procrastinate. I procrastinate. And it's funny, though. One thing I've learned, though, is when there's something that I may have procrastinated on for a week or or a couple days and then I have a due date that's due, how come I can knock out that activity, you know, in an hour, two hours or less or or that particular day when I literally could have been had that done? And off my plate, but I procrastinated. So the two minute rule is basically say anything you can get done in two minutes or less, just go ahead and do it because that way, at least you, you got it all out the way. And then plus it, it sends something to your mind, which is the, that dopamine that makes you feel that you accomplished something for, for the day. So again, that two minute rule has really helped me a lot on being able to execute on things that I said, oh, well, I'll get to it sometime or or someday. And you look up days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months and you get it. Tip number four, I'm going to recommend I'm going to say cardio. Now, I could have said exercise and made it broad, but it didn't. I don't think it really would help you. I say cardio because it gets your it, it really wakes you up for me. It helps me to with you know get to start thinking about things and I start thinking about you know things I want to do and how I'm going to plan and and things of that nature so I really I really truly recommend doing some type of cardio you know if it's every other day for me I do I, I do cardio I'm up to six days now I was doing five days a week and, uh, but now I'm up to six days eventually I want to get to seven days a week of doing some type of cardio at least at minimum I would recommend that you start off with you know 10 to 15 minutes and then build 
you know, as you continue to 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 get better. It's just like at anything you you start off small and then as you continue to grow and you're seeing yourself grow, you can just continue to increase the activity. So uh, do some cardio family. You know, fine. Ride a bike, you know, walk the track, work on a treadmill. Hey, walk around the block. I mean, anything to just get that heart pumping and going and that blood going. Trust me, it will work, family. You will enjoy it. You would you will feel better about yourself, too, because a lot of times in life, people want to push you to go run when you're not you're not at that stage yet. You need to start off with a nice walk. OK, recapping your day. Now, this right here, I need to get better with uh, because when you want to recapping your day allows you to look back at some of the things maybe you may have been frustrated about or things you need to, you know, that you uh, that you basically can reference to learn. You see, there's a really great book out there is called Story Worthy against Story Worthy by Matthew Dix. Um, he calls he calls it homework for life. I think that's one of my favorite chapters. And reason why is my favorite chapter is he talks about basically creating a uh, an Excel spreadsheet with a date and just a one or, or two line sentences about your day. And what I've learned is when I do stay consistent with this, I do see that I have things that I was just like, wow, that's what I was. When I go back and look, I was like, wow, that's how I was feeling. So it's sort of like journaling. But for me, this was this is more effective because I'm, I mean, in journaling for me, my mind is just it, it just goes so fast and it's just all over the place. But when I'm doing this this homework for life that uh, Matthew recommended, I'm able just to drill down. I only have two sentences or less that I can write in this little Excel box. And so it forces me to figure out what was the most uh the thing that really got me, you know, thinking or did something, you know, what, what really just captured my attention or bothered me or frustrated, whatever that is, write that down, family. So try to do that. It's, you know, again, it's called really homework for life. Tip number six, find ways to laugh. You know, let me tell you a story. It's funny. <laughs> I'm laughing out when I even think about it because I, I, all right, let me get to it. So anyway, uh, my dad and I, we went to the uh, casino. This was probably about five, five, seven years ago. And we went to we went to the casino and on our way back home. He was like, I'm hungry. And I was like, oh, OK. And so, I, you know, I'm still driving because, you know, when you for I don't know about you, but for me, when I when, you know, when I leave a place like because the casino from where I live was, I think at that time before they opened up a new one was like two hours away Two or no, I think it was like two to three hours away. And so, you know, I've been in there, you know, the majority of the night I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to get in the car and I have a straight destination to going home. I don't want to eat nothing. I don't, you know, I don't want to drink anything because these are things that's going to cause me to have to stop. And if I stop, then I may lose my determination to get home. And I'll, I'll you know, I'll, so basically all I'm saying is, is that when I'm ready to go from 
to, to from point A to point B. There, there are no stops in between unless it's an emergency. So he tells me, he says to me, he was like, man, yeah, you know, I'm hungry and I didn't pay any attention. So I'm still driving. And he, so we, we start passing like, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, just in other restaurants, like fast food chains. And he, <laughs> he said, you know, man, you know, McDonald's got those golden, you know, golden brown fries that I really think would oh, really be good. You, you, you remember that, that filet of fish? And I'm like, yeah, I remember filet of fish. And he was like, oh, man, that I haven't had one of those in a long time. And so I'm like, OK, I was like, well, we almost home. So if you, you know, if you want to wait to get to the house and we could stop, you know, in the city near near a home. And he was like, yeah, um, that's probably not going to work. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, if I don't need anything anytime soon, I'm going to pass out. And I fell out laughing now. OK, now, family, I know maybe some of you would say, oh, I was wrong for that, for laughing at him. But you got to understand. My thing is this. We were at the casino where they have buffets on buffets. They have restaurants and you chose not to get something while we were there. See, I already had ate while I was there and I had asked him to eat. You know, and he was so busy consumed of what he was doing. He didn't want to do that. Now we on my time to get to the, you know, home. He wants to stop and get something to eat. And I, he got upset with me because I was laughing, but I could help it. And I said, I said, dad, you were at the casino right along with me. You've seen all these different food places. Why didn't you eat? And he was like, well, I was so involved. And I said, I know you were. I said, but I kept, when I went to go eat, I even tapped you. I said, come on with me. So that way, when we get in the car, we're just going home. He was like, no, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Don't even worry about me. I, you know, I, I'll be fine. And sure enough, I, I knew better. And so we ended up stopping to say the least. And, but the point was, is, is that instead of me getting upset about, you know, I, I did everything possible to ensure that I was set up for success to go straight home and not making any, any stops or detours. It was funny because I knew it was going to happen anyway. And I, instead of getting mad, I just had to laugh because if, if I didn't laugh, it would have it would have created it would have made me you know frustrated with my dad because he had every opportunity and he just didn't take advantage of it. So family, when things happen, sometimes you just really need to sit back and laugh. It's not like you're being nonchalant, but it's it's just certain things you can control and there's certain things that you can't control. I wasn't going to tell, you know, I wasn't going to keep and my dad was going to pass out. That would have hurt me more than. Uh, my desire to get home. So again, family, learn to laugh at life. You only got one. Sh you only got one shot at life anyway. You might as well enjoy it along the journey. All right, family. I hope tip number seven. Tip number seven is continuing learning. You know, I became a nerd probably, and I say it probably before I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even said it because. It wasn't like it was like, oh, it'd be cool. But it was just like I really wasn't being aggressive as I am now. Like if there's a book, if there's a course, if there's something. Matter of fact, there's a course on an organization ship that I'm probably going to take. And it's only thirty dollars. And I and how I rationalize a lot of things as far as when I'm purchasing books or courses or l listening to to um, 
to podcast shows or YouTube videos around basically around building yourself up and creating value is I, I look at it. Let's say, for instance, this this organization course that I'm going to get that's like 30 bucks. I'll, I'll tell myself, well, you just spent thirty dollars at a, you know, getting some fast food or ordering um, you know, um, ordering some some food at McDonald's or something like that. So basically what I'm saying is family is is that I rationalize it by looking at things that I know I really didn't need. Like I know that I didn't really need to go to McDonald's and spend that money on food when I could have made it at home, but I did because I wanted it. So let if what if I cut back on some of those type of, you know, I I'm not going to say is irresponsible spending but on those type of spending things because what it allowed me to do is is take that money I would have used for those type of things and put it towards something that's going to allow me to make more money um, and create more value for myself and be a better person to people that come in contact with me so family start looking at that I mean look at your you know your Starbucks because I had a big problem like I like Dunkin Donuts uh coffee so uh, the ice mocha loca or mocha whatever I don't know what it's called but it's, it's it's really good to me I mean it wakes me up and I really enjoy drinking it so what I recommend is and, and and still treat yourself don't 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 say that don't think that's not what I'm saying but what I'm telling you is is that some days just don't do it or some weeks or or a month or so don't do it and see that extra money that you can use. And when a course comes up, uh, you can buy it or an audible book that you may want. You can buy it or a book. Just just look at it that way, because that way it would make it easier for you to invest in yourself, because you, if you look at what you're spending now, you'll probably be shocked. Like, hey, my money is going there when I really probably could take that money and, and, and invest it in something else. So so look at that. Um Another thing is, is waking up early. Now, I've shared this before and I've struggled with this family. If I'm going to be honest with you, see, a lot of people don't want to be honest with you. They want to tell you, you know, habits and tips and productivity and they don't they're not transparent about the struggle. And because you don't know about the struggle that it is that comes with it, you you give up on it. But if you know somebody's story, it's just like it's just like um, Roger Bannister when he broke the f- four, mil- um, four minute mile. It was uh, four minute mile. He uh, uh, ran a mile in under four minutes. I'm sorry. But the thing about it is, is that until you know that somebody experienced those same troubles and those same struggles, you're, you're give up on it because you believe like ugh, it's not possible. Like, I don't know how that person did it. But for me, um, how I did this process was I started getting up. Let's say normally I would get up at, let's say, eight. And I would I started the process of cutting back, let's say, getting up now. I would get up at seven. And then once I felt I mastered that, I got up at six and then so on. So now I'm I'm in between getting up at three and getting up at four uh, between I'll say between uh, three and four thirty to be fair. And what I've learned is, to be honest with you, it works. It truly works. Kobe Bryant is the one that really got me engaged in that because he talked about how he got up earlier. And the reason why he got up earlier is because the number of workouts he can get in, get in by the time someone gets in their first workout, because this, this is how smart this dude is. He said, 
I know what their workout schedule is. They start at maybe 12, 11, 12, and then they may go from, you know, 12 to, you know, who knows, two or three, and then try to, you know, go home and eat and then try to do a workout session. He said, I can get in four to five working sessions, workout sessions by getting up early, by starting my day early. And by the time over years, there's no way that they'll be able to catch up because they're still behind. So I have seen that this is effective where I'm trying to change in my life. Family is doing this on the weekend. And that really kind of aligns with the tip number um, tip number eight, excuse me, tip number nine where getting constant sleep because I struggle with this see family I went I don't know if you've ever done a sleep study it's really weird because they have all these things hooked up to you and you're expected to sleep and then there's like a a, a window and somebody's looking out this little window at you and you you nervous you're like man I hope I don't do anything crazy you know um hope I don't sneeze or start digging in my, no, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just keeping, you don't know what you do in your sleep. So you'll be surprised what you do in your sleep. So I was just like, I'm, I'm nervous that somebody is literally just watching me sleep. But what I learned about myself going, going through that, and I think I'm going to do another one uh, because I want to get this product It's called O-Ring that really just kind of gives you feedback of, of how you've, how you've been sleeping. And so that is important to me. I know there's a lot of gurus out of here that'll tell you, you know, you don't need, you know, sleep faster or, and, and things like that. But for me, uh, I, I really think that you, you should get quality sleep. I mean, you think about it when, um, and I, I haven't really done a lot of history. I mean, a, a, a lot of research on this, but when you think about when you don't really get that much sleep, you, and over time, you start making your you don't you don't, your decisions and you know things you start forgetting because you're so tired and you're not realizing that you're tired and you just you're just doing things unconsciously. Um, so that's one of the things for 2021 is my one of my biggest goals is to figure out a good sleep pattern and a, a good you know good resting pattern and stick with it not just Monday through Friday, but even on the weekends, because on the weekends, I, I find myself wanting to make up time for getting up early through the weekdays, because like I said, I make by the time uh, when I get up and all the activities that I, I fit in from um, four from four to about nine o'clock, I mean, I've done almost a half a day's work when people are just now getting started. And I'll be honest, I'm I'm little bit tired at that particular moment. So I have to find a good sleep schedule that really gives me that same, that gives me energy yet allows me to be effective, be effective. Tip number 10, this right here is golden. And reason why I say it's golden because it works. I did this, I tested it out for, I think I did this for a week and I'm, I'm going back to it again, uh, starting on Monday. And what I realized is the fact that when you plan, when you schedule your main priorities the day before, oh man, the, it, it's, it's amazing. And reason why I say it's amazing is because 
you have the opportunity to know what you're going to be working on when you get up. So now you cut out time that you would have normally spent on figuring out what activities or I should say priorities that you plan on working with. And you're just I mean, it's literally you are in stride. So if you're saying, hey, so for instance, for me, what in the morning, my goal is I need to. I need to get my 45 minutes, I mean, my 40 to 40, well, yeah, I'm doing 40 minutes now. So 40, 40 minutes of cardio, um, my meditation, prayer, um, reading my my goals and uh, my affirmations, and then creating this show, and then um, doing uh, some stories. And then tr- um, if I have time available, fitting in uh, some additional reading uh, that I normally um, work on. So things that I'm interested in or in my particular craft, whether it's personal development or marketing or any type of entrepreneur, but basically something that I'm always continuing to learn. Another thing that I want to bring up as as the last and final tip of today, which is tip number 11. I hope these tips are working for you, family. I hope that you'll take these tips and, and, and do something with it because it doesn't matter if I sit up here and, and, and give you these tips if you if you choose not to execute. Like I said at the beginning of the show, just choose one. Start with one. Don't try to do everything, uh, all these tips. Just choose one and then come back to the show and then say, OK, I'm going to I'm going to try another one. So this last and final tip is make a deadline to the task you create. Now, as a, a as a person that studied project management and that was as a consultant, you know, now currently as a project manager, being able to put a deadline to it, a lot, it forces you to take action. And you're like, well, what do you mean? Well, if you hold yourself accountable for saying, okay, on Tuesday, I plan on, you know, shooting a video. And if I, if, if I don't do it, how am I going to hold myself accountable? What am I going to do? You know, what am I going to take away from myself that maybe I enjoy until I can effectively do what I said I was going to do? Because a lot of times, family, we can we can plan so much that we don't execute. And when you do that, it takes away from who you can be. And I felt guilty to this. A lot of times I would create these massive to do lists and I would probably get through like three or five items And it just I would just I would be frustrated. I would, you know, um, as I talked about before, I would start going into that mindset when I'm beating myself up because I was like, I know there's more in me. I only got this amount of done, but I didn't know this particular task was going to take that long. If I would have known that I mean, so I start going into that victim mode and then I'm like, wait a minute. I just learned something here. What I learned was, is that, hey, this task does take you know, longer than what I thought. So next time when I, if I have to plan this task again, I'll just document that, Hey, instead of getting this done on maybe one or two days, maybe I need, uh, maybe I need longer than that and, and test it out. Cause you remember family life is about having the ability to tackle things or, and take on things and learn from the, the event, whether success or or you fa- or you fail, and you know you're only considered a failure when and when you decide to finally throw in the towel and give up. And if you're listening to this, you you know you're not a failure because nobody would take the time to want to listen 
to something to help them get better. The only thing is, family, you have to understand that besides just listening, you have to go out and execute. I have a model there, you know, no excuses, only results. And I modeled that. I can't remember the person who said that, but I loved it. And I was like, that is my new mantra. No excuses, only results. So family, I hope you enjoyed the 11 tips. Again, I'll run through them again, reframing your events of life, understanding excuses versus reality, two minute rule, cardio, recapping your day, find ways to laugh, continuing learning, waking up early, scheduling your main priorities day, the, the day before, making a deadline to the task you create, and consistent sleep. I, I changed up the order at the end there, but those are your 11 tips. I hope somebody, anybody out there that wants more out of life, that wants to be you know, more than they were yesterday to pick up one of these tips and run with it. Maybe I'll be listening to your show about how your tips, one of these tips improved and, and changed your life. I am your humble host, E.D., and this has been another Impact Secret podcast show. Wow, I didn't think I was going to talk that long. I thought it was going to be a 10-minute type clip, so I would apologize, but the value was too great for me just not to give you everything I got and put everything on the table. That's what we do here. Thank you for your time.